0: Welcome
1: to the ECG Podcast for the week of August 23rd. I am one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, joining you temporarily from Charleston, South Carolina, on the road. And I'm joined this evening by Adam Gumbert from
2: Lexington, What's Kentucky, that? of course. <laughs> the old Lexington, let's go.
1: And of course, we got Georgia Ravelo from Miami, Florida. What up, what up? Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts.
3: Getting the seventh ring this year.
1: <laughs> Cocky. And we got Robbie Bobby Miller, full crew tonight. How's you doing? How's it going, Bobby?
4: How you doing? How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. So tonight's show, we're gonna be talking about some of the news to uh, come out of the Gamescom, uh, both. Uh, at the show proper and then some interesting news that uh came out um during opening night but as not part of that ceremony you may have heard of a little studio called insomniac games bought by a small little company called sony and uh yeah we're just gonna dive into some of the little interesting uh nuggets um so let's hop right into it um I think probably one of the biggest topics of conversation right now and something that I'm probably more uh, poised to talk about than anything else right now is uh, dust Stranding. So we got our first like really, uh, if you could call it that, like i look at the gameplay um, that I don't know. For me personally, really um, shed much more light on what that game is actually going to be or feel like or whatever. Uh, but nevertheless, it is—it was a pretty substantial bit of uninterrupted gameplay. Uh, some some pissing, some uh, some Jeff Keeley, some some. The Bull Ladders, uh, very interesting. I'll be weird stuff there. And then, uh, kind of around that, I wanted to, I thought it'd be a good conversation point to talk not only about the game itself, but how this particular game, unlike almost anything else I've ever seen before, has had so many hot takes, um, so many cold takes. Um, about a game that we know very little about. I think it's an interesting phenomenon that way because of the game director, Hideo Kojima, and the sort of, uh, you know, mostly reverence that people in the industry have, you know, fans, journalists for that uh, that creator. Um, and I think it's a game that's talked about in a way that very few games are, you um, given that we know very little about it. So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, did, it uh, did everybody get a chance to um, to see the footage or do you want me to summarize if you didn't see it? I can I can run you through really quickly what the the demo looked like. Otherwise, I won't bother. And if you're a listener, you, I'll urge you to, to take, a, I think it was about like a six or seven minute uh, bit of a demo footage. But did all of you guys uh, see it?
0: I saw a good chunk. You know, I think uh, going over some clip notes would would still be
1: cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm gonna actually read a quote because I think there was like two paragraphs that came out. um, I think it may have been GameSpot uh, where they did a really good job of telling me more about what this game is gonna look like um, than anything I've seen or heard or like really heard anyone speculate about. Um, The demo itself essentially um, begins with Norman Reedus waking up, um, from you know what appears to be a, a campsite, uh, getting up to relieve himself onto a uh, this kind of uh, for lack of a better word pile of plants, and then a mushroom grows out of it, and it looks like maybe he could uh, interact with that mushroom, but uh, the person playing the demo did not. so I'm not really sure like what the purpose of that would be, but obviously something happens, and that's a mechanic in the game. Uh, you then see him. Uh, travel through a fairly empty bit of um, game world. It looks very similar to some of the other little snippets that have been shown off in some of the trailers. Kind of a bleak, um, half green, half kind of brown, rocky, hilly terrain. You know, not really a whole lot in there. Um, So that is to say, not a lot of trees, not a lot of animals, not a lot of detail, if I'm being honest. Uh, he then comes to a what seems to be um, insurpassable uh, hillside, pulls out a very long extendable ladder, climbs up, gets into a uh, what looks like almost like a storage unit or pod that's just out there in the wilderness, uh, fires up a little holographic interaction with uh, Jeff Keeley, or really, for, uh, to be more accurate, Jeff Keeley's likeness uh, voiced by somebody else. And, um, you know, uh, delivers something and has a bit of an interaction and um, then uh, leaves the pod, falls down the same mountain that he came back up. The little baby that he's got in his uh, embryonic filled uh, um, sack starts to cry and he's having to like rock it to, to, to kind of calm it down. Um, we also got, uh, along with that demo, did I summarize it pretty good? Am I missing anything, guys, that, that you can recall, I guess, before I move on to some of the other little bits that we saw? Yeah, that's
0: did you summarize it yeah, about as good as you can for how weird this whole thing is to begin with?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I would urge you know, anyone that's listening to really check it out. I mean, it's a pretty short booklet, but I'll give you an idea. Um, we also got some more information on some characters, um, specifically the uh, Guillermo del Toro. Again, likeness, but voiced by somebody else. Character, uh, what was his name? Mister, Mister Death. Is his name?
3: I think Deathman, Death, Death of Danger, or something like that. Death yeah, Deathman. Deathman. Death Death there Man. you
1: go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, uh, another character whose name escapes me. I'm sorry, I don't have my notes up. But I said I'm on the road here. Um, who essentially has a uh, a baby that's tethered to her in a similar system uh, to Norman Reedus, except that her baby is in this other. Realm the death. I think they called it the, the death realm versus Mama. Mama, there you go. Yeah, appropriately named. Um, and you could kind of see the black outline of the baby floating around, and Norman reedus is pretty freaked out. Um so yeah, that all being said, um use this as a jumping off point, and then you know, I'll we'll talk about the quote to come out um to kind of recontextualize all this, you know. Um I, I feel like this game is pretty unique in how people are 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 looking at it. Um, I think you you gave me the perfect response, George, when I was, you know, uh, running reaching out to you prior to the show to see how much familiarity you had with uh, the game, and uh, in particular the marketing. And you were like, "Yeah, man, people have a lot to say about this game, but I really just kind of want to play it. Like, I don't have an, much of an opinion. I'm like, okay, perfect, because that is also how I feel. Um, I'm intrigued. Certainly, I think that." All, all the footage that has come before, you know, from the very first reveal to everything that we saw you know, yesterday and everything in between uh, has been interesting. But I, I feel like in a way that very few other games are discussed, people have some pretty set opinions and very confident opinions for something that I feel like. You, to me, is just a step above, um, so, like box art, essentially. <laughs> you know, like, um, and I wanted to see what you guys think of that. Why you think that is? Is it Hideo Kojima? Is that is he the reason? Is it because he's such a revered uh, game creator? Um, is it uh, just because it's the, the aesthetic of the game? Like, what do you guys think it is? And, and like, how do you feel about how people talk about this? Do you have thoughts of your own?
3: Um, I would say I, I think it's mainly because of he was known for Metal Gear Solid. Of course. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> just how much he, like, you know, he is a pioneer in everything. And, you know, his, the way that he's able to craft stories very, like, intricately and, you know, um, create interesting characters and all that. And, you know, we really only saw him explore that in you know, the Metal Gear universe. So, like, this is the first foray, like, outside of that. And I feel like it has so much attention on it because, like, it's, you know, like, can he, is he the mastermind we think he is? Or, you know, is Metal Gear Solid it? I mean, that's not how I think, but I, I feel like that's the way that uh, people are are looking at it. And because of all the big names that became attached to it, it became more high profile, so more eyes are on it and uh you know it's just um i i think he's gonna deliver um you know personally uh i i haven't played a metal gear game i didn't like um and you know i i i just can't wait i everything everything i see about him man the, the more weird it looks the more excited i get man like i'm i'm just so i'm so ready to just you know explore that world find out what it's all about because i'm i'm sure it's gonna be you know a, a kick-ass story
1: and so that kind of leads me, you know, back to my original, you know, talking point is why are you sure? Like, is it just his pedigree? Like, is it, do you think that we've seen enough? Um, and and by the way, I'm not saying that I think you're wrong or anything. I am just, I'm curious because people very confidently talk about this game. Um, and like, I mean, I see a lot of people even in like the, uh, you know, games, uh, journalism, games coverage. Um, so utterly confident and uh, granted he has a great pedigree, but like, why are you so sure it's going to be a, a great s- story? I usually hear uh, mechanics as being, you know, the, I'm if you recall from earlier episodes, I've never played a metal gear game. I've never played a Hideo Kichima games. I'm coming from this from a very outside perspective, but what I've always heard is that the mechanics are like what made metal gear games, not the story. I always heard the story was, a bit confusing, a bit crazy, and something that people could take or leave. And everything that I've seen mechanically from Death Stranding, footage-wise, um, seems very bland to me. Like, um, I don't know. Like, uh, And again, we'll get to that. Qu- There's a couple of quotes that rain me back in and kind of repeat my interest. But when I saw that gameplay footage, I was very o- underwhelmed by the footage, taking it at face value. So explain to me, Zach, why you're sure that, you know, like where where's your confidence coming from?
3: Um, I guess it's in like the same way that you know like you know cyberpunk twenty seven seven twenty seventy seven is gonna be incredible.
1: You just know. i hope I'm excited, but I, I don't know. I try to maintain a level of objectivity
3: um I mean for sure, like you can't you like you are always setting yourself up a failure if you tell yourself that with every game that comes out, but I feel like there's there are certain juggernauts that like it's like. I mean, for me, anyways, and I know for a lot of a lot of people, it's like when Christopher Nolan puts out a movie, you know, it's going to be good because the dude just doesn't. The dude I mean, just, usually, that's what I said for for a lot of people. Even if it's not, it's. I don't remember the last time he had a movie that was not critically well received.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it's, and again, no. So
3: I'm just saying, like, there's certain. Um, let me let me pull it back real quick. Uh, to go to go back to your story thing versus mechanics uh true uh metal gear uh has always played absolutely phenomenally and um it is you know the mechanics that uh you know really make it shine and you're right the story is you know kind of um convoluted and and crazy and you know really have to pay attention like you can't skip a game and all that but um you know that's what that's what makes it so interesting man because if you pay attention to the story it's it's awesome man like the way that they tie stuff together, the way that they pull shit out of left field, the way that, you know, man, like I'll never forget, like I hated Metal Gear Solid 3 when I first played it. And cause that was my first like real foray into Metal Gear. Like I had played back on the PS1 a little bit, but not too much. And I was too young to really remember. So when I played three, I was like, this sucks. And then I played it again, you know, and I paid a little more attention to it and man, like, that, that game's, like, a serious journey. Like, it's awesome. And, like, at the end of it, like, what you have to do at the end is, like, damn, man, I can't believe this. And, like, it's just, it's real powerful. And, and you know, Metal Gear Solid 4, I feel, uh, for me, ended that uh, perfectly. Like, the, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 is just, I think, one of the best games uh, ever. And, and that's a tall list, obviously. There's a big list of, like, quote-unquote best games ever. But, like, I feel like if you were to say, wait, man, give me a list of 100 games, best games ever, like, that would be on the list. And it's just, um, man. And then the gameplay in 5 was absolutely incredible. Um, I, I'll be honest, I haven't beaten 5 yet. Um, but as as far as Metal Gear games go, 5 is, like, really the only one with a story to me. Is like, eh. But the gameplay is, is fucking awesome. Not that the story is bad, but just, like, compared to, like, the other ones I feel.
1: So let me bring it back to do you think Hideo Kojima is getting more of a fair shake or more of the benefit of the doubt than other developers would or is this game or if I'm going to be 100% fair I guess it is safe to say that sort of the, ma- the marketing magic you know as, as I'll call it like um, in recent years has gotten better and better um, it, it has seemed to be a lot easier to deceive gamers press with you know cg trailers and things like that i mean anthem's a good example sorry poor salt in the wound um where like the you know they had a very scripted demo that looked incredible and then like once you started to kind of peel back layers and get into the nitty-gritty of that game like as soon as i had three hours hands-on with that in the the demo for me anyway like i knew i was like Mm-mm, nope. Um, we we got we're about to get got. You know, like I, the, it's clear this game has a lot of potential, but this is not the game that was promised. You. So, do you think, you know, he's getting more of the benefit of it now, or do you think it's just another example of really good marketing, intriguing sort of you know uh, tone pieces in the form of trailers and things like that? Um, I don't know. Like, what what are the what's some of the rest of you guys think?
0: I so I. I don't think he's put anything out regarding this game that that would like signify it's gonna it's gonna be a surefire hit. like i I'm kind of with you like i I don't know that this is going to be a great game. it is he's he's put out a lot of content that has people very interested, but more so because of I think shock factor because everyone's just kind of like, what the hell? what the hell is going on? like I, and you kind of want to know what's going on. You know you've got a big, uh, cast you know uh, of a lot of big names involved with this game so it's it's gonna sell now is it going so that's a good, a good point good star powers yeah yeah it's there it's it's the game warrants your attention um, it's doing everything to get people interested in talking about it but I don't think it's put anything out for me to say it's gonna be great um, for whatever reason I you know I feel more confident in cyberpunk being a good game than this one. But I think that's also because I think this game is going to be very, very unique, and I could see myself like I we spoke yesterday. I could might hate this game, or I'm gonna love it. I feel like there's not gonna be any in between. Um, you know, it seems like there's from what I saw, there's gonna be a shit little walking, um, you know, and there's gonna be a lot of like really odd and kind of fucked up concepts. Like, like I was, you know, it's hard to know exactly what's going on, but the the whole situation where when he's talking to uh deaf man i think it uh, it is and the 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 little they call them BBs but they're basically a baby inside of a, a simulated womb of a still mother um where it almost sounds like i mean i could be wrong but it almost sounds like they're basically tricking the baby into thinking it's still in there um and then they only use the baby for about a year before it has to be quote unquote retired you know like man, that sounds kind of fucked up, you know, like, so, um, I, I don't know, man, it, like, the game just seems weird, uh, I think the whole point is, like, uh, Norman Reedus' character is trying to reconnect, like, isolated cities in some type of, you know, borderline post-apocalyptic world, um, it's just so much unknown right now, it's, you know, I'm all but guaranteed to pick it up and play because I need to know what's going on, I need to know what the hell this game is about, but,
1: And that's how I feel too. I I, I feel about it. I know know you said like you don't think it's guaranteed hit. I I, critically, you know, I definitely think the jury's out. Um, What about financially? I feel like this game, just for sheer curiosity, I think even if this game launched with like a flat seven on Metacritic, like it would probably do better than like every other seven that's ever come out, just because of Hideo Kojima and with the marketing push and just how weird it's been. Oh, Do you the, guys the, agree the with that? The floor is
0: high. The, the floor is super high. Like, even if this game is complete shit, it's going to sell a lot. You know, it, it's going to sell a lot. You know, whether the, whether there's going to be enough substance to it, you're right. The jury's still out. But the, the floor is very high in this game in terms of. Uh, you know commercial success for
1: sure oh we did that quote real quick and i'm sorry then zach you know, fire away um just because you mentioned it george about the sort of the plot so this is from games radar um i'm gonna trim a little bit out of here but so the, here's the paragraphs that i was talking about two paragraphs about that i feel like i had more of an understanding reading this than any of the footage that i've seen so death stranding is a game about walking As Sam Porter bridges, or as you probably know him, Norman Reed is trapped in the uncanny valley. You are tasked with walking from east coast of America to west, reactivating various communication nodes along the way in an effort to spread a message of hope to a nation that has become fragmented and disconnected. Taking the idea of unity to pockets of an isolated populace that trades in ambivalence rather than love. That is Death Stranding. And so you will walk, you will retrace the steps of Amelie, daughter of the president of the united cities of america who embarked on her own east to west journey with a convoy sometime before the game kicks into gear she did this in an attempt to establish a network of communication relays across the country a network that could deliver a message of unity from her mother bridget who also happens to be on death's door that message is that the very problem in the world that need be solved by force. Instead, it is hope that can bring us all together. And kind of with that, um, I kind of brought to mind that Hideo Kojima had said at one point during an interview, I think with Greg Miller, that we're currently playing the game now. Like we're already playing the game, Death Stranding. And I, I wonder if that's kind of what he was referring to in terms of like communication and all that stuff and reaching out to one another. So go ahead, Zach. Um, but that those two paragraphs, I feel like so i have a much better idea of what this might look like what were you gonna say buddy
3: um i just wanted to say like i i feel like a lot of people um well i don't know if i a lot of people what they expect but like I, my takeaway from like what we've seen and everything is that the the game's gonna be more about um you know uh learning about the world in in traversing and exploring and and doing all that more than it is about violence. I actually read that, like, they discourage you from, like, trying to use violence. And, uh, it's, uh, I just hope, like, you know, that that doesn't, like, uh, you know, sway people because, like, I I don't want, like, people to associate, like, a good game with her. It has to be, like, you know, it action, you know, adventure. You can tackle it anyway, like Metal Gear Solid 5 or anything. Cause I, I don't think, you know, that's what it's, uh, going to be about and then i also just wanted to throw out the fact that do you guys see that they like mentioned the multiplayer
1: um i i did not can you give me a just a brief rundown of what what you saw or heard
3: so we don't really know much about it but like they kind of hinted that it was like a shared world kind of thing not where um like you'd all be running around and you can see each other and everything but like um they mentioned like uh, uh jeff keely said like in the thing in the video where you see him pee on the mushroom like i guess they were saying like if enough players pee on that same mushroom then you know something happens hmm. so like uh he jeff keely seems to be like super high on the multiplayer like i don't think people are ready for like what he's doing um so like that's that's another like super interesting aspect um so uh i don't i don't uh i don't see the game getting getting uh sevens uh like you said just because of it it looks like if i'm looking at that game like it just it kind of reminds me of metal gear and like in in terms of like how it looks and um like the character models and all that and i just man i just don't see it being you know poorly written or 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 anything uh, of that nature i don't know man it may this is just my hype talking probably but i'm just fucking pumped and
1: i think it's perfectly fine to be excited you know for it i i'm not trying to give anybody the impression hopefully (laughs) us to say like you shouldn't be excited for this or that i think it's going to be garbage or anything i I wanted to just more have you know sort of a a conversation around like just because this game is so talked about and so covered like um so, so you know it's okay to be man. fan <laughs>
0: I, I mean i'm excited for it i just don't know what the fuck i'm excited for like if you take um i think it was like the third trailer um i think it was at the game awards a couple years ago like you could see like there's a part in the trailer where there's a, a baby inside his throat <laughs> and like i don't know what the fuck is going on like i don't know if he's carrying a baby or something and why it's in his throat and then I had read an article where they they took a screen uh, screen grab of that section, and you could see like little handprints all over what is supposed to be his like esophagus. Um, so like it's things like that that I'm like like I'm excited because I want to know what the hell is going on, but at the same time like I don't I have no idea where this shit is going. Like it's it's just weird, man. But you mentioned like combat,
1: more, you know, uh, uh, Zach, and you know. It was in that you know quote too. Uh, you can solve problems with need not be. I'm sorry. Every problem uh, needn't be solved by force. Do you guys think that there will be combat in this game? So full stop. Yes or no. First and foremost.
3: Yes. And, they they already said they have like guns and, and shit like that in the game.
1: Okay. How 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 prevalent do you think uh, it's going to be in the game? Combat of any kind, whether it's firearms or or you know like think, kill people. Yeah.
0: I think they showed him punching something right like one of those monster things or something uh, um i don't know i, I don't think combat is going to be the focus of this game it's i'm thinking it's going to be very story driven but um i don't know i haven't seen enough to know what way or the other i don't know
1: how are you guys feeling about the game world too like that just that landscape and i granted i know it's just one little area but was so devoid of anything interesting to look at to me and that's the old that gave me tremendous pause like as far as like, you know, if you're putting your best foot forward, I always say like, uh, you know, and you should be for marketing, right? Like, like, uh, uh, did you guys? So right,
3: right here, it says that, you know, it'll feature biomes such as lush grasslands and forests, cold tundra and snow covered mountain ranges, and reddish dusty dry lands. The diverse environments of the world are extensive and can be fully explored.
1: So what, what I hear in all that is. You're gonna be in a lot of environments that don't have a lot of wild, <laughs> wildlife, like you know, like grassy plains, forests, and desert, not exactly teeming with life. And that's kind of what I worry about, like, and what I've seen, and what the development cycle's been like, and how small that team is. Like, I wonder if most of the substance in this game is gonna come in the form of like kind of the cutscenes, you know, and maybe like some of the audio, like scripting and things like that. I, I want, like, I just
3: kind of wonder. I don't know well we also don't know like what happened to earth like i i i'm reading mysterious explosions have rocked earth setting off a series of supernatural events so like we don't know because they're in suits themselves so like what what could even survive you know what they like we don't know the atmosphere of of like what the atmosphere is like sure and, all
1: that. and i'm playing devil's advocate a little bit you know as well i mean we did have I think it was the second CD trailer where they revealed uh, Del Toro and Mads where there's definitely a city and a weird tank that had stuff growing on it. Um, I don't know. Adam and uh, Bobby, what do you guys think, man? Sorry, I know you, well, we've been kind of all chatting nonstop.
4: No, I, I'm for it, but I, I still have no clue what the hell it is.
1: <laughs> I think we all agree with you there, like,
4: right? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody seems to want it, but it seems like it's just... I don't know if they're hiding it on purpose, but it just seems like nobody knows what the hell it is now they're releasing more characters and now I, I just give so me they're a definitely hiding it on later.
1: purpose but i don't think it's like malicious or nefarious i think kojima is kind of like jj J. abrams where he likes to keep the lid as tightly on oh for sure the box as possible you know what i mean like i don't know that, that i necessarily
2: like re- read malicious intent no True. what about you adam Oh yeah, I have zero interest in this game. <laughs> I listen to everything. <laughs> I don't care, dude. I appreciate your honesty, no man. That's... I don't give a fuck. I will not buy this. I might rent this game just to see, but dude, I don't care. I don't care. Um, and it's fine for people to be excited, but you take this exact demo and don't put Gajima's name on it. No one gives a shit.
1: What about the star power too? I do feel like if if that like adds that, to it in that first you know trailer where it reveals a Norman Reedus, if it was just like. A random ass Chad or Karen, you know, like a
2: generic white dude and no Kojima's name on it, and no one cares about this. Everyone's like,
1: "Oh, huh, okay, <laughs> I, yeah, okay." So I'm
2: glad we're on the same page there, because you know, and again, I'm not saying the game is going to be bad. I'm, I'm no, not. I saying, hope it's good, but I don't. Yeah. There's, I've, pl- I've tried to play multiples of his games. I'm like, there's some things I like, but overall, I don't like his style. I don't think, I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's as good as people who like him think he is. It's sort of like uh, like an Aronofsky or a Tarantino, right? It's like they mostly do good stuff, but when they make bad stuff, their fans say it's good anyways. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Kojima. So it's like, again, I hope it's good for the people who are excited for it, but to me, they haven't shown anything really interesting. It's just a bunch of garbled nonsense like Metal Gear. Um, and like, like you said, like what gameplay is here? Like, And if they're holding stuff back, that's fine, but it's just like, there's nothing here that's interesting. And again, take the names away. Nobody gives a shit.
1: I, so i will disagree with you slightly on that i i wouldn't say i don't know that you could fairly say that there's nothing interesting uh, there's plenty of things there that are like titillating and intriguing i would agree with you in terms of like interesting in, in the sense of like i must buy this game now like right or like having some sort of like solid idea of, like what the game is I if it totally I mean I don't think you could get in my opinion you couldn't get more interesting or intriguing I mean if the idea is to spark kind of speculation and thought and all that kind of stuff and like just weird conversation he's done a hell of a job I mean like I said I've never seen a game discussed so much
2: intrigue doesn't make a good game I mean we played Outer Wilds and (laughs) I think that game is fine but I don't think that game's as good as Again, you're going to get fans who are in the game's media. They're going to hype it because it's Kojima alone. And sure. regardless of how good the game actually is, it'll get nines and tens. And like I said, Outer Wilds is not that good of a game. I don't think it's bad. I think there's interesting things about it. But overall, that as a video game, as an entertaining piece of software, it's not that good the people who like that kind of thing and they hype it up and they 10 out of 10 best game of the year. Like I guarantee this game is going to get tons of game of the year nods, regardless of how good the game actually is. Now I hope it's good enough to get those nods, but it doesn't matter. It's people are going to be like, it's my favorite game of the year, regardless of what it actually is. But again, I hope it's good. I just don't, he hasn't shown me anything to show that the game will be good. Yes. There's interesting things. I'm not going to say it looks like trash. There's not enough. Like I said, if it wasn't a Kojima game, there are so many games that get shown off at Gamescom and all these things that no one cares about and has interesting ideas and premises, but it's like, okay, whatever. This would be one of those. It'd be like 10,000 people on Reddit are interested in it and that would be it. Um, again, I hope it's good. I just, I'm not so much into Kojima that I'm just going to check it out just because his name's on it. Like, he hasn't showed me enough where I'd be like, day one purchase. Do I want to play it? Yeah, I'll play it. It's an exclusive. It does look interesting. has good people in it, but I'm not like a day one. I gotta rush out and get it just because Sony says Kojima's making something cool. Like I, you gotta show me, and he hasn't shown me anything. Yeah, so is it, uh, and is it a exclusive or not?
4: Nobody really. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we'll it,
1: it's it's well, we know it's coming to PC. Yeah, PC. Um, so it it's an exclusive, and it's so far as I'd say console exclusive, but it's not a uh, Sony exclusive. Um, you know, a mm-hmm. uh, game for PlayStation only. Um. You know, in no other platform, it will be on PC.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, if, I, the, I, if I,
1: they want to keep the, oh, go ahead, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I totally understand where Adam's coming from with that. It's like mm-hmm. if it's, I don't think they've put out enough of anything to signify this is going to be a good game. But I think there's enough backing mm-hmm. and stuff behind it for me personally to be like, yeah, whatever. I'll throw out the sixty bucks, you know, it, it ain't much just to see what you know to to give it a shot but I I wouldn't go in there thinking like, oh, this is, I can't wait because this is going to be an excellent game, a great game, you know? Um, I kind of had similar feelings with Anthem, right? Up until, like, the worst thing that happened for Anthem sales-wise was them releasing that demo. That is where I was like, fuck this, this is awful. Because, you know, up until then, I'm like, oh, this is, you know, there's a lot going into this game, you know, Bioware, like, it's, you know, heavily hyped. But then as I got my hands on it, like, this game is shit and I'm not buying it. You know, I, pr- I I might have bought Anthem had I never gotten a chance to actually had like a demo not come out, um, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I could
1: tell you 100% would have bought Anthem if I hadn't had the demo. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean, like that was like a, that was the most sure f- surefire uh, purchase for me like at the beginning of this year. Like I was 105%. You would have
0: sure. or would not have?
1: I would have before the demo yeah, came right? out. Like <laughs> Like crazy, there, right? I had no <laughs> doubt in my mind, to me, the demo was just like, oh, this is going to sustain me until the actual game comes out. Like, it'll give me exactly. like, uh, and then like, I was just like, "Ooh, man, no, no, I'm not going to buy this game. Like,
0: uh,
1: I, cause yeah, I was like, this is, you know, well, we've been through that. I'm not going to go down that road again, but like, yeah, so I'm, I'm hundred percent with you. Um, I, I am uh, more in your boat, uh, because, I because I don't have an opinion one way or the other on Kojima. I probably will pick up Death Stranding on day one. Um, I think it's far enough away from enough other releases that you know I'm not going to have to like make a, a strong choice. I think uh, I don't have a calendar in front of me, but I'm intrigued enough, and I, I, I'm coming to it from a completely outside, unbiased perspective. That I'm like, I, I think I have to give this a go just to see, you know, what this is like. Um, I've, I, I wonder, and just quickly, do you do you guys think there's a chance this game gets pushed? Um, he made mention no. just explicitly at the. Uh, Gamescom that he should be back working on it. He, his Twitter has been very, very, um, active in terms of like he makes mentions uh, at least once a week, it seems like lately, about how like crunch, 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 crunch. And, you know, um, he didn't look very relaxed, granted. He did come all the way from Tokyo, but, um, you don't think there's any chance it gets pushed back?
3: Um, I don't, I don't, think I, don't so. I don't think so. Yeah. Me, me neither. Just because, um, after watching the um the kratos documentary and like what what actually goes into it like they were super crunch like at this point in time before the game came out so like i i have a feeling that's just something that these big triple a games have to go through no matter what
0: yeah and, and the way that he is or the, the reputation he's built i don't think he would have attended Gamescom if it you know if he wasn't
3: confident at least that the game was gonna be ready
0: yeah i, I I don't see that
3: happening. Shit, to me, he he'll go anywhere he's invited to show that game off. That thing's been getting shown off for how many years now? We've known about this.
1: Yeah, So anything with Jeff Keating. <laughs> like, yeah, fast, man. Mm-hmm. So okay. Um. Well, if anybody wants to add anything else, uh, feel free to chime. in. Otherwise, I'm good to you know move away from the Death Stranding. But I thought almost that, you know it was more interesting to discuss how games being discussed and talked about and people's perceptions versus the game itself. We it's not want that.
0: No sir. Uh, no man. No, I'm good.
1: <laughs> so um, I was kindly reminded um, all of my two that uh, we did get uh, our first product um, completely anyway, at uh, Avengers. Um, the uh, Square Enix um, developed a game. Um, the the, the demo evolved uh, Thor. Do you guys see: Oh um, man you Oh it? man. Everybody watch that?
3: I am so ready for that game. Yeah, it made me feel a lot better. Demo.
1: Um, I, I don't think this is gonna be like game of the year like material necessarily, but it did make me feel a lot better. Like seeing like the footage and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um
3: Yeah, I'm figured. I'm totally in because I'm ready for, you know, I just I beat uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and like mm-hmm. after playing that and everything, I'm like, man, like I'm so ready for a mature, like well, you know played out story featuring you know these characters and everything granted you're not going to get all the characters that you had in ultimate alliance no like it's you know i watched i watched the trailer in 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 4k and like man i am not at all upset about any of the characters clothing you know the way that their their outfits where people were so upset about like cap looks like he's in body armor and um all that i, I think that's a non-issue because man i think they did such a good job at diversifying the playstyles of each of the heroes by the looks of it. Like, you know, Iron Man plays totally different than Hulk and, and, you know, Black Widow plays totally different than Thor. And it just looked awesome, man. When Hulk fucking grabbed those two dudes and Sonic clapped them together and fucking sent everybody flying, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because I am like, I am like so in, in love with the Hulk. It's not even funny.
1: He's also my favorite Avenger as well. So props and
3: th- yeah he looked and that and his gameplay looked odd like, they all to me looked fun but man like i just saw that hulk stuff and i was like damn man this is gonna be legit
0: they did mention that the game is going to look better closer to launch that the way that it looks what looks visually right now is not as far from the the final products
3: man this, this is coming only the before. opening mission
1: When's it coming out again do they have a date may? or
3: no i think it's may next year may, may and so yeah, that, yeah, May that
1: and if you look at the God of War. Reveal uh, demo and then like what cool that game and yeah people did graphics comparisons like there was actually a pretty good spike in fidelity so I could see that
3: yeah I'm I'm, I'm so pumped and everything and and I'm like super interested to see where the story goes because there's no way they're only gonna give you one mission playing as Cap so like how how are they gonna like you know uh incorporate him into the story is it flashbacks do you bring him back or, or like what's happening man like I'm so ready to to know these things
1: how long of a campaign do we all feel like this will be and how much split do you think there'll be between characters like are we gonna get equal split for who you're playing as do you think the campaign's gonna be a dozen hours like 30 hours like what do we think
3: see i i feel like they need to actually explain what the hell the game really entails first because like i don't know they i kind of got like super mixed messages when they tried explaining what the game is when they first revealed it Mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of hard to like gauge what the game is and how long it's going to be based off of only really knowing what that first mission is i'm hoping for like yeah like a uh 30 hour game i don't think it'll be that maybe it'll be like 15 20. um but you know oh, no way you think you think I, it'll be longer I, than that I mean, I think it. If you're going to have a game in which you're going to like divvy
0: up time between the different Avengers, I mean, to make it 15 to 20 hours, you're talking about like five hours per character. Like, well, you know, I think man. the
3: way that they're gonna do it is this is just what I think. I think they'll have missions where you can choose which Avenger you want to play, and then there'll be other missions where it's one specific Avenger you play as, like it's their mission. Yeah,
0: it's it, so I. I would hope that we get something lengthwise like that of the Spider-Man game. That would be, I think, ideal. Uh, I think that would be pretty fair. But the thing is, the the from the footage that they showed, it looks fairly linear. Uh, but at the same time, it was the prologue. So for all we know, it could be like a very like linear, you know, prologue to get you, uh, to get your feet wet with uh with the characters. So just to get you like get a feel for the basics of the game, as opposed to showing it how it's actually going to play out. I don't know. I don't know. I would be disappointed with, with a, you know, 15-ish hour game for sure, I think. I yeah, know.
3: I'm hoping for, like, God of War length. Like, I think that was yeah. awesome. And I think, you know, th- it's, like I said, man, it's weird because, like, they said there's going to be, I think, like, zones – and you know uh different heroes can take on different zones and you'll unlock other heroes and like specific zones can only do multiplayer and like so like i'm i see like i have no freaking clue how the game's gonna operate
0: yeah i don't know i mean it it looks cool It, it still does look unpolished which you know makes sense with what they said um you know i just i just hope they don't fuck this up man i hope they don't fuck this up and and uh it has so much potential but um but i'm you know i'm still a little worried i'm a little worried i, I hope it, it turns out good but um i don't know it's <laughs> something something about it maybe i'm still not over the the likeness for the characters but I have to get yeah
3: that that's that's something that i feel like a lot of people are gonna nitpick because everybody's just so infatuated with the mcu that when they see these characters that aren't voiced by those people it's like off-putting for them um, and I feel like that's kind of disappointing because, like, coming from somebody like me who, who reads comics and, like, I understand that there's so many different iterations of these heroes and it's not just the ones. Like, I wish other people, you know, grasp that. Not that I'm saying you don't or anything like that. I'm just saying people... Yeah, yeah. No, I just think it's just it's just too close. For it.
0: If you made, like, an Iron Man game or a Hulk game, I think it would be easier to forget about it. But make an Avengers game, you know, on the heels of the biggest movie of all time, it's, you know, the timing is... Uh, you know, it could be great, it could be weird, but but yeah, you know, maybe Sony should should ask a Marvel to include the likeness for these characters and maybe let them have Spider-Man. Who knows?
1: <laughs> I think it's you know kind of a matter of like they're just so close to looking like the MCU character. I think that's what it is. Like. Yeah. If if they were like a little more like comic booky, like if this was like a cel-shaded comic book looking like game, like I think it would be a non-issue. I think it's just cuz it's like they're like 80% of the way there, but that I'm final like, 20% that's like not like it's just it's hard for people. I don't have a problem with it personally. Like it's it's fine. Um so, like I agreed yeah. it was a little odd at first, but like after, you yeah, know, I don't know, seeing the most recent demo, especially, I was like, yeah, I'm over this. This is cool. It's fine.
3: I think yeah. Bruce is really the only one who looks like the movies, like tony and everything i felt like in i mean thor it's kind of hard to make him look different if long blonde hair and a beard but they made his suit look different enough to where i feel like it kind of made him stand out
2: but i think Ben is
3: really the only one who looked like uh mark ruffalo Ruffalo. i feel like the rest of them were yeah
0: pretty good you also have like the, the their demeanor right because obviously the different actors have put their their different spin and style on them you know like so Thor doesn't seem like the comic relief here. He seems like all serious, you know. Um, but yeah, like the game obviously they're, they're gonna polish it up. Like I thought the Iron Man footage was a thousand times better than the Thor footage. Um, like it, it looks so so it looked so much more interesting to play Iron Man than Thor. Um, really? You know and I thought, I don't know, I thought it looked so badass watching um, Iron Man just kind of fly through the air blasting shit i don't know you, you, did you like the thor stuff more
3: man i i loved when like thor threw his hammer on some dude left it there and then just out of beating the fuck out of some other dudes pulled his hammer back sent the dudes flying in the air and shit i thought fucking look playing as thor looked awesome hey to each his own man maybe you know maybe this is it's gonna let you play however you want but then i i have i have blinders on when it comes to comic book related stuff and like that's that's like a weakness of mine like I'll go see any comic book movie. I'll play any comic book game. You know, like I, it's, I'm i I'm a sucker for him, So maybe don't take my opinion with, uh, you know, don't, don't hold uh, my opinion with the most weight here, but
1: I mean, didn't you vote for Sonic two over Ocarina at <laughs> time? So don't worry. I'm not nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Boy. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, Adam, I know you like you're you're you know big into Ultimate Alliance and you you like you know Marvel obviously uh, these characters. Um, How are you feeling? Good, bad, indifferent?
2: I mean, yeah, after the demo I was um, much more excited. Like uh, the gameplay to me looked interesting and it's crystal and like I just at this point I just trust them until they don't do anything good because I've loved everything that they've done recently. So yeah, I was much more coming out of E3, I was pretty down on it. Now I'm more high on it. So
1: it's cool, and it seems like the industry as a whole Like I saw a lot of articles that were very positive, that were like, oh, we understand this game a lot better now, and like you know, because uh, the the behind-the-closed-doors demo that they got that we didn't see publicly in E3 did not sound like any better than kind of the little footage and stuff that we saw at 3 E3 at the Square presentation, and that wasn't helping things, because you're like, you know.
3: They should have led with this gameplay. Like, this should have been the first reveal of the game. Maybe not necessarily a Gamescom, but I'm just saying like their first the reveal footage. should have been this gameplay. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, I suppose. And and uh, at the end of the day, uh, uh, you know, as much as I might roll my eyes or, or you know get slightly uh, baffled by you know how games are are revealed or marketed up to the release, like uh, the only thing that really matters is when when i've got the sticks in my hands like if it feels good to play and i'm enjoying the game like you know with the marketing and everything all you want you know what i mean um uh, there's another example of a game i feel like you could be an aggressive seven seven five like a lot more people because as the vendors are going to buy this than a normal seven or seven five it's another kind of example of that you know whereas like maybe like an indie title or a smaller like double a game you know like darksiders three gets a like a seven seven five i feel like that would hurt that game sales i don't know what it actually got but like more than like you know if dark side is three it's like a 9.5 more people are gonna buy it, it Gets a seven five less people are gonna buy it whereas like i don't know how much it's gonna move the needle if avengers gets a good enough score like you know what i mean like i feel like that's like i know i'd still buy it
3: yeah i'm still buying it no matter what yeah i feel like you're right properties that people know and already have um you know, some sort of investment in whether it be video games or movies, where they got the characters from, like the, like you said, just the fact that it is Avengers, and they know them and, and, you know, characters that a lot of people that are playing games and everything have grown up with because of the movies. So like, you're right, like, it's totally in name alone. It's just like when you slap a, a Nike logo on something, the price just automatically goes. up. And, and they,
1: look at like Marvel Spider Man, right? Like, I, I mean, I feel like if they did not nail traversal and mechanics the way that they did in that game, that, that game dips 10 points easily, you know, or like, you know, on a, a hundred point scale or, or you know, a, a point on a 10 point scale easily um, because it had a, still a solid story, but it, there was a lot of stuff in Marvel Spider-Man that I was willing to way overlook just because like I could just swing around for two hours, just dicking around and like, had a blast in that game yeah, okay. um because it's that property though and i have that affection i'm willing to like <laughs> kind of forgive a lot until you know i get to more of the like the meat and stuff it's so actually were,
3: were there uh, any other games that you guys saw at gamescom that like you didn't weren't necessarily like on your radar or anything that 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 is now
1: um, i don't know i'm trying to think like that was a very long presentation for a lot that I don't remember. Like, that was a two hour opening ceremony, and I don't recall a lot from it, I'll be honest, or things like around it. Um,
2: I've got some stuff.
1: Go for it, dude. Yeah, please. Very <laughs> random
2: specifically. Um, okay, so one of them was Vampire uh, Masquerade 2, or whatever that game's actually called. The more I see that game, the more hyped I am. I don't give a shit about vampires, but they made that game look really dope.
3: I agree. I didn't play the first one either, but this game just looks fucking so cool.
2: The game looks really good, and apparently, if you guys have seen me on Twitter over the last three days, I'm the world's biggest Dark Crystal fan. So yeah. <laughs> uh, that new tactics <laughs> game looks dope as hell too. Yeah, you're uh, like new to that uh, property, right? Like you- I would never seen it. I watched it last Friday night, the first time I ever watched it. I'm like, this movie is fucking amazing. And then I watched the trailer again for Netflix. And I'm like, this looks dope.
1: Yeah, I hope it's good, man, because, like, yeah, Dark Crystal's incredible.
2: And it's a tactics game, which, you know, I love XCOM-style games, so, like, I wasn't expecting that to be there, and they showed it off, and I watched the gameplay, and I'm like, yo, I'm in. Sweet. Anything else? Mm, that's really the main thing that I can think of at the moment. There's some more smaller stuff, but those are the two ones that surprised me. Of course, like, of course, Cyberpunk, like, no duh, but, yeah, those two uh kind of caught me by surprise. I'm like, yo, man, these games are getting me more hype by the minute
0: yeah for for me i got um i mean the game was already on my radar but it's not you know i'm even more excited for it and that's the dragon ball z Kakarot game they released another trailer and i think they had some some demos um on the floor um i think it's coming out early next year and, and that game is looking really good man like i'm i'm really excited for that you know obviously a big dragon ball nerd but um you know the trailers i think they showed the uh cell saga um yeah, man, man, I'm just really excited for it, man. It looks like it's gonna go through, um, you know, the, the whole RPG thing, and uh, I, I couldn't be more excited for that game. Probably it to be a day one pickup, and keep hoping they keep showing more and more. Obviously, that's not gonna have the biggest backing, <laughs> but uh, but it's it, it looks really good.
1: And that actually jogged my memory. I'm I'm an idiot and uh, a little sleepy, so of course the <laughs> the big thing that I'm sure people have probably been screaming at their mics for or the mic's at their radios, wherever you're listening to this for the last 20 minutes, uh, gears of war five, we finally got like a substantial yes. campaign trailer. I don't know how I forgot about that. Um, I mean, I-, I was already at pretty much max like excitement. Like I love the gears campaigns and horde mode escape looks cool. i never been much of a multiplayer guy, but that's just cause I'm not very good at PVP in general. Um, but, uh, like it was cool to get a good, um, look and they carried on the tradition of using awesome songs you know you had the uh mad world trailer back in the day and you know this one was nine inch nails had like a hole was uh, was cool and i feel like you know it, it gave us a little more taste of uh what kate's story is going to be um i hope they really push that conflict that internal conflict with that character as far as you know loyalty um so uh light spoilers i guess um I mean, if I'm gonna assume, if you're playing Gears Five without playing the other games, like you're okay with somebody telling you. Uh, so at the end of Gears Four, you know, it's revealed that um, she's got a a necklace that's got the um, Locust Queen symbol on it, which means that she may have some sort of familial ties to the Locust Queen. You know, the Locust being the uh, hostile alien race um that you fight against as the main antagonist of um you know the original gears of war trilogy and they're kind of playing up that trailer you know the, the conflict that she has with maybe some dual lineage there with some shared blood between the humans and the locusts so um i'm really fascinated to see where they're going to go with this story like i can't wait um the co-op Gameplay like footage and stuff like combat looked awesome. The vehicular stuff looked really cool. Like I just I, I'm a sucker for like Gears of War. I know it's a little broy for people and stuff, but man, does that game feel good? The combat feel good. I mean, it looked beautiful. I mean, Gears of War Four was just such a gorgeous game. Like good action set pieces. Like really cool. Sounds like you're excited too, Zach.
3: Oh my, Gears is my favorite video game franchise.
1: Oh really? Oh yeah um, i
3: I love Gears so much. I've put I can't even count the hours i've put into like all the games combined like i I even like judgment for you know what it was um, do you like
1: campaign horror like what's your i, I love reason? it all
3: i love it all man I, I mean my main folk like i'll i'll blow through the campaign yeah like, i beat gears four in one day um like i'm i don't i don't blow through it as in like i just want to get through it like I mean it like I'm going to go in there and campaign's the first thing I'm doing.
1: It's like a Netflix show. Like, you're going to fucking binge it, you know? Like, because not because you are trying to rush through it, but because you just, like, can't fucking stop Yeah, That's how we are, too. My brother and I, every time there's a new Gears game, usually it's, like, a couple of days of, like, heavy gameplay. Like, you know, and we just, yeah, we want to, you know, because it's fun, man. Like, it's just, like, it nails co-op in a way that, like, you know, for a campaign that I feel like so few games just do well.
3: Yeah, definitely
1: where it's just it's an absolute blast um and, and games pass buddy like i feel like this is like the first game that i've been super hype about where i'm like not only do i have a cool library that i can kind of pick and choose from but like here's a new AAA game that not only do i get day one with my game pass subscription but i actually get it four days earlier than everybody else that would buy it regularly
3: yeah cool. and you get the ultimate edition if you have the, yeah the, the yep. game Pass ultimate that's that's like a hundred and something dollars right there i think
1: it is yep
3: which is which is uh, um I almost bought the collector's edition from GameStop to get the uh you get like a uh, some statue or some motor like bike type thing I don't know but just because like a sale thing
1: right like that that they've been showing off like the oh thing is I that, that was-
3: what it is maybe I'm thinking of Gears 4 yeah Gears 4 is the one with the, that's got JD on the motorcycle
1: yeah mm-hmm.
3: anyways yeah but so after playing the 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 Tech Alpha for five man this game controls so much better than four did oh really hell yeah that alone like made me i was i was already hyped for it but like as soon as i got my hands on it and like uh like the you can the way that you can just move now it's just so much more precise and everything and they added that weapon recoil which is awesome and and i mean but just sticking to what they showed at at gamescom i think i think adding those classes and shit into hordes super cool it's gonna make it uh, a lot more strategic you know Mm -hmm. how you're gonna uh, flesh your team out and everything like that um and you know it's it's uh uh you know just super interesting to see what hordes become seen as like what it came from like i i remember when it was just the locust at you and I, I don't even think you had what very basic fortifications if was there fortifications in the first no
1: one? oh no no yeah and here's a war two no, yeah no, no. fortification they killed yeah, three the, right yeah so the the most you could do to fortify is if you killed the uh the guys with the shields you could take the oh, shield yes, and, and stick it down. in the ground like in a checkpoint to kind of make it harder but they could still knock it over and like it was not very solid like you had That's to right. You had to be, I mean, and you could, of course, stick the grenades, like, you know, kind of home alone them, like, on the wall. But nothing
3: like the barriers and the decoy. No,
1: no God, no. No, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, you had mortars and, like, special weapons, too, that you could pick up, like the machine gun, um, the, what was it, the mulcher and the, yeah, like, the mortar, um, like, for heavies, you know what I mean? The hell? Yeah. But, yeah, as far as, like, the kind of uh, tower defense, that, that, that came later, like, 100%.
3: Yeah, and it's just super cool to see where it's come from. I'm going to say, like, if Horde's probably my least played thing of all uh, in Gears, like, I I love the multiplayer so much. Um, uh, I just, I think it's, this is me personally, I I think it's, like, the best multiplayer game, uh, as far as, like, competitive shooting game uh, out there. Maybe, like, I don't, I really, like, I know people like Call of Duty and all that. And I know there are games that are, like, technically better than it but like i don't know man gears i just something about like the skill the skill that it needs to to master that shotgun and to know you know the power weapons and all that and and, it is
1: unlike anything else like i wish i was good at it and maybe i'll put more effort in this one because for i really will you
3: man i'll play uh, for sure i did not
1: try very much just because i was always so garbage like and the other ones and one of our good friends ryan that we play uh on uh, xbox with was like not wild about the multiplayer in four so it was like all right well if i'm not even gonna have somebody that can kind of carry me
3: i'm not like saying i'm the best at it or anything like i'm pretty good but like i'll have matches where i'm just absolute dog shit like yeah. you know but like i just love it so much like i have so much fun while i'm playing it and like they added so much customization and everything i just can't wait and then the campaign like you said just looks you know this is what the campaign trailer that they should have shown at e3 instead of that weird you know face trailer that they showed um but yeah the campaign you know looks awesome i'm super interested to see like i've been dying to see where they go with this kate story man because
1: i'm glad they went that direction you know because i thought it was going to be kind of more the same from four which i liked well enough. JD and Kate, and like that kind of force of people. And obviously, because it's co ops a big thing, you'll still probably have some of that. But the fact that it's going more Kate centric, I think, was kind of a refreshing take, right? Like that, that they were going, uh, like, because I, I thought for sure it's going to be just a continuation of like the Phoenix kind of family. And while that's still there, it's nice of being bold enough to like, you know, tell the story that
3: is. Well, yeah, you've been playing a Phoenix sense. since Gears One minus Judgment, so. Yeah. You know, it's super interesting that a numbered series is taken, you know, there's somebody else taking the reins as the main player. And, uh, you know, I'm just I, I'm super interested to see how they do tie like the, you know, Delta squad and everything, you know, into it, you know, including Marcus and all that. And, and in the first trailer, they showed JD's arm had that fucked up thing on it. And he had to like hit some button to like pressurize his arm or something like that. Like, I want to know what the fuck that's all about. And like, man, like th- I'm I'm. I loved Gears 4. I think they did a really good job with it. I think they did a good job setting up all the new characters and everything. Um made me care about them enough and the ending was a good enough cliffhanger for me to be like, damn, man. I I'm really interested to see how they take this story and like which direction they go in.
1: Um, I'm half considering if we get through Borderlands quick enough, George, like putting it on like normal or easy and like just pain again just to like, you know, cuz it was i recall like, it was pretty short. Like I do want to say it was like two days. Like my brother and I had it done. Um, the like, yeah, like it, I mean, it's well, I don't know. Would you say like maybe about ten hours? does that sound about right?
3: The first one,
1: for gears four. Oh,
3: oh gears it's a little 4. longer than that, I think.
1: Yeah, I'll look uh, it up on Helm-B while you're talking.
3: I, yeah, um, I
0: just never fucking been a big fan of that game. I'm I'm not a big like into gory games and and i i can't sit still for you know a, a shooter campaign to begin with to be honest um i played the demo you know that the multiplayer demo uh beta or whatever um that they had going on oh, it was okay like i mean the game's gonna be free with game pass so i'll give it a shot but i don't know they didn't really do 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 much for me to be honest because um you no, know, it's never really been my my, my kind of game but you know, it looks like everybody's kind of excited for it, and we're gonna have a lot of people playing it. So, you know, so I'll, I'll play. I'll give it a go. I mean, I did pretty, I did pretty good, you know. But I'm, you know, I'm pretty good at shooters overall. But there's
1: um, a lot of modes too. So even if the campaign doesn't do it for you, like escape, oh,
0: I will, is- I'll, <laughs> guarantee I will not play a fucking minute of the campaign for sure. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And nine hours is what the- how
1: long to beat says <laughs> for the average for the main really? story. Yeah, yeah, it was short, man. Like it was insubstantial. you're well, like you know it. Yeah, it was, you had plenty there, but, um, but I do remember it being like a very tight focused, like, you know, um, you know, where I just like, w- when, like when I got to the end, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's uh, it was a pretty tight campaign. Like I kind of appreciated that. I think in the moment, like anyway, like the fact that, um, there wasn't like any filler like I mean, cause that, that campaign is not fun. Stop like, you know, especially once you leave like a little main like village there and stuff, but, um, all right, buddy, cool. Buddy, well, how about you, Adam and Bobby? You guys are uh, Gears fans? Don't care.
4: Uh, I've been playing the Pop uh, mobile game. I think that's Yo, pretty good. Oh me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been enjoying that. Yeah, that's been pretty good. I, I it was it was weird how like people reacted when they said they were coming out with it because it was like right before, or I don't even know if Thorny Three if did that weird thing, but it was like they announced Gears Five and some things for it, and then they did the Pop. Uh, I don't remember how that went, but I've been enjoying the heck out of that
3: that mobile game so far.
1: I didn't even know it was out yet. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I think it came out like last night. I think it's like it's like Clash Royale. I don't know if you've ever played or seen that. It's pretty much it's a reskin of that. Pretty much, just you know, all all you know, gears out, and it's just I don't know. I'm I'm having a good time with it just because I said like I I love gears. So
2: yeah, no, I've been playing Gears Pop too. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm going to play five. I mean, it's, I don't even have to look at any material for that. I'm just going to get in there and play it. I have a friend who's super serious multiplayer guy, so I'll dick around behind him. But yeah, the story, like I'm one of those dudes who like reads the lore of stupid shit randomly. And that story is some interesting gears, lore stuff in it for the people who really care about it. So I'm excited for everything about that game.
3: Did you guys see anything on Greedfall?
1: fall? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, it- it's something that has piqued my interest for sure
3: yeah that looks like super interesting like the the creatures and everything the world that they you know this this style and the layout and everything i think it looks you know pretty cool
1: yeah i definitely can't wait to get you know more of a, a look in that is there a date for that or we just kind is that pretty early uh, in...
3: i'll tell you right now.
1: and while you're looking that up obviously quickly i did want to touch on uh Ooh, september you know... 10th oh so soon okay, okay. Um, but Sony buying uh, uh, officially Insomniac, making them a uh, first-party developer now under the Sony uh, umbrella. Um, again, off mic. I think George kind of hit the nail on the head when he was like, "This is cool. It's you know good for them, but the of their projects have been Sony exclusive anyway." So I don't, you know, know that it's as big of a shock or surprise is maybe some people initially are are feeling or thinking but you know hey whatever um it's cool i mean they it was only a matter of time before you saw them do something to sort of counter the shopping tree that microsoft's been on lately you guys have any particular strong thoughts or feelings opinions about it
3: um i think it's cool um i just think that it means you know insomniac's gonna get you know more money thrown their way. And sure. uh, I I read financial pressure on them. Exactly. I was reading something that it's like, now they can focus on, uh, you know, their, their job. Now, somebody put it pretty good. Their job now is to sell consoles, not units. So like they can focus more on, you know, uh Ah, uh, what's the way that he worded it, man? Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Of like, it, yeah, yeah. The but... burden's taken off of them is like, oh man, we have to make a game so good to make this many copies in order for us to break even. Like that's that's what's good about having that partnership, that first party partnership. Like it takes a lot of that, you know. I, I guess financial burden is the best way to put it because, like, I, I guess that's probably the biggest, you know, cons- not concern, but like that's probably the biggest obstacle I would guess any developer faces is the uh, the price of your game.
1: And, you know, it was a small nugget to come out of that bit of news. And I'm not sure, anything, but it did give me a little bit of uh, hope and relief that they owned the IP of Sunset Overdrive. Like, I've been a longtime champion of that game. I loved it. I thought, you know, it was just this perfect blend of like, you know, Tony Hawk meets like a goofy post apocalyptic game. Like, you just, once you master moving around in that game, there's just nothing like it soundtrack was awesome it was just so funny like uh so i i hope someday they at least consider doing a sequel to that game like i would i would i would love a sunset overdrive you know too i think that if ps5 has the same success or similar success to the ps4 you may get that game into more people's hands um and you know maybe a situation where like you know it's a franchise that takes off sometimes the sequel is the game that catapults a franchise into success and you know that could be the case again i'm not holding my breath i know the reality of the situation is that sunset over didn't sell consoles or units but you know hey guy can dream right
4: yeah speaking of dreaming i hope that resistance uh a new resistance can finally happen yeah that yeah. was like the
3: first thing that popped in my head so we'll see if that happens Sky's I think the, the first thing that's gonna is the next Spider-Man game. Yeah, of
1: course. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't buy them up so they could, you know, like hey, uh, uh you know, we really, we, you know, think Sunset Overdrive too. They're like, no, 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 no. I mean, it, you just, you have to imagine they're already probably well into pre-production for uh, Spider-Man through, if not early, like production of that game.
3: Um, so, yeah.
1: Cool. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Insomniac and Spider-Man before we kind of wind down and get into what we've been playing? And peace out.
3: Negative. No, sir. I just, like I said, I just can't, I wonder, uh, so like the first Spider-Man was already like fucking awesome. So like, I just wonder how improved the next one will be now that they'll have Sony's full backing. Give me less fucking mindless chasing bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Less collectibles, less
1: repetition in like the crimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm happy. Like, that's all you have to do for me. Like I was happy with the caliber of the story moving around was great. I didn't even mind the, the side missions and stuff that you had to do. I just I want less repetition. Like I don't wanna to have to do f- five of the same fucking crimes like a billion times over per district. Like
3: Yeah. yeah. Like, I hated the smog that. shit and stuff like that. Like I didn't like going around doing all those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if
0: it um it results in, you know, less game hours, I'm I'm okay with it if I it's just one of those things where like I had to do it and I couldn't help myself but to do it and I didn't enjoy <laughs> doing it, you know? <laughs> like
1: well, I enjoyed more getting to the
0: place. <laughs> Usually, well, I the mean, need to do yeah, the thing do like you, who, who doesn't enjoy just fucking going around. Like I liked like, like uh, what I liked collectible wise was I liked going to the certain points and taking the pictures. Like I thought that yeah. was cool. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. You getting going around New York and and taking pictures and all these um, you know points of interest. That really cool. But um, yeah, some of the other shit. Oh, fuck that
1: and a great yeah. spider-man story too again i can't say that enough like i I do think they total really go- i mean for me anyway like i don't know if you guys may disagree but oh
0: excellent story man
1: i liked it was, a lot that
0: game was so good it was it was excellent uh unique different um yeah it was so
3: good yeah i, I can't wait for the next part yeah i'm pumped too it's uh, the the traversal is just only going to get better, like which is mind-blowing to me because it was already Graphics, so good. man. Fucking yeah, next-gen,
1: dude. Woo! Cannot wait. Oh you Did you
0: guys play any of the DLC? Because I know I think mm-hmm. two DLCs came out, and it's going to be like a total of four, but I don't know. No, I didn't work. play any of it. I was going
1: to wait till they kind of stack up a bit so I could like go ham. You know, like That's the kind of sure. game where like it's fun to... Wait, you know, till you have everything. I mean, I, I guess I kind of might be running the risk where, like, I don't bother. Like, also, like, there's that risk where they're too far removed. But, um, yeah, I, I almost kind of like most of the time, I think it's a good enough game that, like, when it all comes out, I can just get it all at once. And then, like, it's almost like I have a sequel that I'm playing because there's so much content there. And then I don't have to do that thing where I'm re figuring out how to move around what was I doing? Like how do I do this again? How do I do that? Like that way like I can have that weird little 30 minute readjustment period where I'm getting in the groove and then I could just tr- you know truck along through everything. That's always a good feeling and have like another 15 20 hours content to play. It'd be
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah just confirmed actually it's three parts nine 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 ninety nine a piece or twenty-four for all three of them. So maybe now is is that time.
1: Awesome. Well let's get into what we've been playing um I guess I'll, I'll go first. Uh Fire Emblem 3 Houses. I'm about 17 hours in to the game now. I love it. I every bit of hype that I, I heard around the game, uh com- can can confirm it's fabulous. Like it is just a tremendously excellent game if you like, you know, sort of turn-based like RPG, strategy, you know, type games. Uh my first Fire Emblem game. Um I went Black Eagles. Um I would say really my only complaint with the game is that um, it's pretty light on the tutorials and it's a game filled with systems. Uh, However, there is a pretty comprehensive guide that you can look at in the game that like where you kind of just have to seek the information out. So if that makes sense, like some games, like as part of like your normal introduction to the world will like purposely teach you like everything, like as you kind of go along the first hour or two. This game does some of that, but in my opinion, not quite enough um, where I felt some early pushback and frustration where I looked up guides, and then they're like, "Oh, you know, don't forget to use your in-game guide." And there's like whole tutorials that you can look at in there. And then, like once everything kind of clicked for me, and I had a a firm grasp of uh, what I was doing, um, like I've just been rocking and rolling, and like really just getting into uh, everything about the game. The combat stuff is, is awesome, and then like the social systems, developing your students, like. I'm getting attachments, you know, with all of my students, or with most of my students, where you know, the the threat, the ever-present threat of permadeath is, like, is real. Like, every time I go into battle, um, I you know, I have this panic, you know, that sits in when I see somebody getting really fucked up, and I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 don't die. And, of course, they've built in a little bit of a safety net, where uh, if um, somebody does fall in battle, they have something called a divine pulse that you can activate, where uh, you can essentially reverse time as far back as you want. So you could go back to the beginning of the battle if you really fucked up, or you can just go back one turn or two turns or whatever you need to do, and you can activate that. Um, yeah, I think it starts off like three times in a battle or four times in a battle, and then you can unlock as you progress through the game like more activations. I um, had to use it very little now that I've gotten a good like grasp. Like I had to use it a good bit like, at the beginning of the game as I was learning kind of the do's and don'ts of combat um but yeah i just i can't recommend highly enough um even if you guys have never played a fire emblem game i'd say like give it a shot just don't be afraid to look up some stuff in the early stages and, and stick with it and i think you may like it
3: so so, so quick question on that game um it's it's my next like that's the next game that i'm gonna like dive into after i'm done with dragon age and everything mm-hmm. so going from a western rpg to that and everything and you played dragon age like how like How is like the story as engrossing as it is in Dragon Age and everything? It's, uh,
1: I mean, genuinely. I know it's totally
3: different. It's It's apples and
1: oranges. Um, like so, and take it with a grain of salt. Um, I've tried to steer clear from spoilers. Um, but something that you know, I think they were kind of clear in the marketing at some point. I haven't gotten there yet. Kind of almost twenty hours into the game. Um, there's a pretty significant time jump that occurs, and there's the three houses kind of become uh you know uh what's the word like enemies you know instead of like allies i don't know what happens to necessitate that so i can only comment firmly on like the story that i've experienced but where i'm at and what's going on in my game world i'll be like if they can pull off that maneuver and it's a believable thing that happens that causes that fracture it'll be amazing to you know play through and see like how all that goes down and how it ends up playing out because my understanding is like whatever students you haven't recruited into your house, like when that split happens, like you now are facing off against in the battlefield and killing them like at key pivotal battles. So people that you've been talking to and nurturing their development and shit like that, which seems fucking excellent to me i don't know maybe it'll it'll fall flat but it, i every indication i've from talking to people that have played it and what i've seen like online is that no it's every bit is like poignant and heartbreaking um it's cool though i mean it's got like a you know definitely a mystery element to it the um um it's just it, like there's not they have a bit of a dialogue tree type thing like they would in dragon age where you can choose your responses mm-hmm. but it's not as much like a choice-based thing as like a dragon age game so far you know what i mean like your dialogue choice may result in somebody having more affection to you, which may increase their motivation, which means they can gain more XP. Or if it's like somebody you're trying to recruit and they like your responses, like they're more susceptible to being recruited
3: into your house, that kind of thing. But
1: um, yeah, it's just different, man. I don't know. Like uh, it's hard to compare those two games really because they are so different.
3: Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm like, I, I have a feeling I'm going to like it. Like you said, it's just uh, I, I've never played to completion a JRPG. So.
1: Uh, and it's not quite like a, a like a you know because there's the the tactics you know element to the strategy element it doesn't quite play like a JRPG so even if you didn't like JRPGs in the past because it's got that grid system where you're moving units around the battlefield and using like I mean even like you know the square like you know on the grid like if you're in forest for example like a like a tree area like your enemy gets a huge boost to evasion so like you can position your archers and your mages there so they can use range attacks and remain relatively safe or you can put a healer there to keep them safe um there's other cool environmental stuff so it's more than just sort of turn base you know what i mean like there's there's a whole other bit of like strategy to it that I I've, I've really gotten to enjoy. Like it was a perfect like I picked the perfect game for vacation because an hour is fine and then 4 or 5 hours feels just as good. You know what I mean? Like you, you depending on the amount of time you have to play the game in other words it's like you can still feel satisfied and fulfilled and kind of know like what that play time like you know length is going to allow you to do in the game.
2: So sweet i'm pumped.
1: Yeah. Um so uh, what have you been playing, Adam? Yep. Adam
2: my bad I couldn't hear anything you just said there. Uh what I've been playing lately? Yeah. Yeah, so let me just go ahead and look in here. Uh so lately I went back to an older game um that I played like ten minutes of and I was like, you know what? Let me go through this. So I've almost completely beaten Mutant Zero Year um in about two or three days and loving that game. Based on a tabletop RPG, again XCOM tactics sort of a game where, you know, the world's ended, everything's overgrown and your characters are people who've mutated themselves, so there's like a dude who looks like a pig because that's his mutation. And there's a guy who's a duck, and there's all kind of crazy stuff. So everyone's got different powers, and it's good shit. Um, also jumped into, I guess the other big thing is Warframe. I started playing that again after seven years not playing it. <laughs> um, that's a good game. I see why people get addicted to it. I'm trying not to fall in that hole, but it's there. And then I played the No Man's Sky update because no man's sky is a game that keeps on giving.
1: And I'm curious about that. Like I've never played No man's Sky. I was part of the larger collective that was pointed by how the game launched, but also been fascinated to watch that story unfold. Um, what are your thoughts on somebody who's never played jumping in at this point? Like,
2: um, could, I mean, could, I to jump in. I, I would think so. There's been so many updates and there's so much stuff like the game that came out that everyone complained about does not exist anymore. Um, Pretty much, do you like? For me, it's a game I load up. There are missions or objectives or things you can do, but it's just like, hey, let me just go dick around. Like, let me explore. That's what I do mostly is just explore. Let me, you know, build up a space fleet. Let me get a better this. Let me get a better that. Let me find the perfect world where I can just mine and let me find out this random space anomaly. Like, there's, for me, it's just like put in one headphone, listen to some shows or whatever, and then just. explore it's like minecraft but like sci-fi space minecraft is the way that i look at it it's of course it's not like you can build and stuff in it but it's the that kind of a game where it's just like here's a gigantic sandbox that's an entire universe um just like have fun and the systems are good and the content they've added is great so i i enjoy it very much
1: awesome
0: and how about you george um i kind of taken. A little bit of a sabbatical. Um, just taking a break. You know, Destiny burned me out with the Solstice event <sighs> and whatnot. So, um, yeah. So I, I played a little bit of Borderlands 2. Um, kind of got a little bit more going in there. But I'm not, you know, I haven't gotten as hooked into it or into it as, as, as I would want. I just think it's not. You know, I'm, I'll finish it, but I don't think it's my, uh, my type of game. I don't know why. I felt like I enjoyed so much more that Borderlands 3 demo. Um, you know, but uh, I don't know. I, I has not I haven't quite gotten into it as as much as I'd So, um, been mostly watching Netflix. <laughs> oh, Mindhunter is an excellent fucking show. Hell yes. um, Like, so I really recommend watching that. I'm I'm in the middle of season two. It's it's so good. It's so well written. Amazing show. So I've been taking a little break, working on and watching that. Um. I do plan to finish Borderlands 2 and get back into finally finishing Breath of the Wild. And I was actually almost considering getting a Madden game again. I've also been seeing Adam play that. So it's been in the back of my mind, like really thinking about just picking up Madden. It's been a few years since I've played one, Um, but I don't know. So I haven't been playing a whole lot of anything right now lately.
1: Um, Um, Let me ask you this. do you think because we have a little bit of a ticking clock is like for like trying to get through Borderlands two before three and you can't kind of play it casually like as a new thing where other people are kind of in it and it's new and exciting do you think that's diminishing your enjoyment a little bit of it or is it like because it's well, it feels older or like what is it that you're
0: if finding? i'm being honest so i think so at first i thought it was like man you know what i thought one was kind of boring um But I think it's also a part since I'm playing it with all of you guys. Well, I was playing it with all of you guys that kind of know what to do and have played it at least a couple of times. Um, You know, I thought that took away. Like, I know you guys would try not to, like, kind of guide me. But at the same time, when we pick up a bunch of quests, like, just you guys know, okay, we should do these first and then this one. and So I'm mostly just kind of following more than anything. It almost feels like I'm playing a game while watching a guide of how to go about it well i mean you guys aren't like spoiling anything but it you know it, it you know so it was i think that kind of impacted it but then when i was like, all right, i i just want to play some and just kind of play almost on my own because you guys weren't available um you know i played a little bit but it just it just didn't like the story is much better in two and i'm more into the story i i have a better grasp of, of what's going on but um like yeah, I just I don't feel hooked into it. Like I need to play it and keep it going. You know, like I think some of the side quests. Uh, I did a couple of side quests that I thought were pretty mundane and boring. Um, the story, the story missions themselves, really good. Those are really fun. But it, like I'm I'm kind of one of those where like some of the side like I, if there's side quests there, like I need to do all these side quests before I progress with main story. And then some of them haven't really you know felt like waste waste of time and then the thing is like it seems like i'm over leveled so i do those side quests for no reward whatsoever because the weapons I get are several levels below and whatnot so that's a little yeah just
1: xp usually is the reason just to get that next skill point um i will say like the power curve is pretty good like you'll see like once you start getting into like where your trees fill out a little nicer like it it starts to feel kind of cool to like you know min max and do some other things like where you like you like your abilities are synthesizing like and, and feeding off one another um but yeah i'm hoping three like when it's fresh for everybody you know will be the one that like really like clicks for you because like nobody will know what's going on we can experience everything kind of at our own pace and um and all that i've never played the dlc so i'm hoping to finish that before three comes out um just so i can experience like none of the dlc so
0: um yeah yeah, yeah i need i need to get just you know play more of it. Um and really sit down and do that, but yeah, it's not a whole lot of time left, so um, so we'll see. So, but you know, it's 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 not bad. It's just you know it's got about
1: a month, I think, right? So, um,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, three comes out the thirteenth, but yeah. yeah, but you know, maybe that's not something I pick up right away if I'm not if I feel like I haven't gotten enough out of this one.
1: True. And uh, Zach, how about you, dude? You've been up to Under Dragon Age, obviously. How's that coming along?
3: Uh, it's coming along. Um, I've killed i don't know if i said this last time i've killed three dragons now nice um yeah that was pretty cool those uh those fights are uh awesome trying <laughs> to figure oh, out yeah. you know, how to go about you know one of them just throws armor on himself every whatever 20 30 seconds so i was like god oh, damn um but yeah no i'm loving it. it it's awesome like i'm you know i i got some like high level armor now so i got a really good you know weapons and my my skills uh where i want them to be so i feel like i'm really powerful now so like it's pretty cool I, I, i'm liking it a lot um i still play a lot of ultimate alliance 3 i want to unlock those final three characters uh, especially the last one i don't want to spoil it but man i want to fucking play who that last character is so Bro, good luck i know It's has on that oh geez brutal but i'm committed and i want to play as him so i'm gonna i'm gonna try it but uh yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm doing all the infinity trials on that, so that's fun.
1: How big of a spoiler is it? Like, because I don't know
3: that. Um, I just, I don't, I just don't want to. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say it's like a spoiler. Okay, but,
0: man, spoiler alert! Who's the fucking character, man? Yeah, <laughs>
4: I
1: want to know. <laughs> I uh, can look it up, I guess. But
0: just uh,
3: Um, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll type it just in case anybody is listening, because you don't find right. out who the last character is until after you beat
1: the game. Uh, okay, fair enough. Jessica Rabbit, no way. No,
3: I'm just kidding. Um, ooh, okay. And um nice. uh so uh I don't know if you guys play Overwatch at all, but the they ooh, uh yeah. They dabble. Up, yeah, dabble. They update the arcade every every so often, uh every day, the daily changes in every week. They put new game modes in there. And uh mayhem's there this week. And it is I I literally pretty much only play Overwatch now when Mayhem's on there. <laughs> it is some of the most man. chaotic fun you will ever have. Play I've played man before. And oh dude, man, I, I, I don't fucking know. How we forgot can't
0: to talk about that. We forgot to talk about Overwatch. They made actually a really big change. Uh, it's still in beta, which is the role queue.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's huge.
0: That's fucking amazing. So we actually played it last week because it's supposed to be. It's gonna happen for a quick play and comp but um they released a beta for it in comp but some sort of glitch happened where it was happening in quick play so we were joining quick play matches and it was doing the the role queue which is so awesome like it completely changed the dynamics of the game and it forces people to pick like relevant shit instead of just you know being 60ps yeah. oh yeah, uh, exactly. man it was You've... so nice so so nice it completely changes things for me it's great it's really good
1: yeah, I'll have to, I haven't played Overwatch in, like, a few months, so I'd be interested to check it out. I did kind of lament the fact that you can't do, like, a mid-game, like, character switch, you know, anymore that just throws them off their game because, you know... You
0: can, just to the same...
1: I know. That's,
0: if you, thing, that's but...
3: if you go into the role queue, though. Yeah.
0: No, there. It's, it's, it's going mandatory. to be forced. It's going to be mandatory yeah. for Quick Play and Comp, so... And trust me, Chris, it is much better, you know. You're I'm crazy. sure overall,
1: I it just, so I, I do, better. I do like that kind of card, bitches, like, you know, possibility, Okay, you know, occasionally throwing some, but I, I agree, I'm sure overall it's going to be better for the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess, if you're like holding a point and switch to fucking six tanks there at the end of the game, you know, like, for defense, but, but yeah, it, it, it was definitely quite nice, for sure.
3: And Sigma's pretty cool. I
0: don't yes. know if
3: you guys have yes. played as him, but he's pretty sweet. I have not yeah. no um yeah, but yeah was, so was, i've i've been playing mayhem uh me and my buddy my cousin we go on there and just you know man i i, I me, this is just me personally but like because so mayhem only does the uh escort the payload and i am like so obsessed with you know the payload stuck in one area for like 20 minutes and it's just fucking non-stop abilities going off and shit and it's just it literally is just mayhem and it's fucking awesome and it's like y- your numbers are just so juiced up because you're doing so much shit. Like I'm doing like 40,000 healing a game. Like that's insane. And it's just, it's just so much fun. Um, But yeah, those have really been the only things I've been playing. I still play light seekers every day of my life. It consumes me. Um, But yeah, uh, as far as big games going and then the gears pop, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm enjoying that. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing. I want to get remnant. I don't know if you guys have looked into that game remnant from the ashes or whatever it looks pretty cool it's described as like souls like shooter which i'm totally down for
1: sweet and then last but not least uh mr miller
3: yeah i i've been very boring
4: i've been trying so hard to finish fallout shelter uh that i've been grinding hard I only need four more things to finish the entire game and i never want to play it again uh so i've been playing that and then i'll be the show because uh, there's been a, a lot of new updates and roster updates. It's been fun, but man, I cannot wait to finish Fallout Shelter.
1: Sweet. Yeah, I never came close to finishing that game, but I enjoyed it for a while, for 15, 20 hours. Like, had my, you know, quite a few levels down and people running on quest, good defenses yeah. set up. Um, I discovered a, a weird, like, leveling glitch or something that happened that I barely recovered from where, like uh the mole rats like it's like this weird thing where like if you don't build just the right way they can come in from uh like i'm trying to remember exactly what happened but like from too many points and they like they like overran my and almost just took out my civil i mean i was like really fucking mole rats and it was just it was because i built improperly so yeah i i um i made a mistake and then like i looked it up and apparently some people have never recovered from that like and had a restart (laughs) and uh I, I made the corrections that's cool yeah it's cool game man oh yeah sure neat game got like i, I mean the, the hats off to you dude like you have to put in some time to to be almost done yeah i you.
4: think i'm at like 61 hours now wow sure. and yeah i just can't wait for it to be over
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> i hear that
1: man well uh to, i got to everybody right like we yeah we, we heard from everybody awesome yeah sorry we're running a little bit late uh this evening folks but we appreciate you sticking with us and uh as always guys i've had a good time um really quickly run through the group where can everybody find you adam
2: uh at adam gumby on twitter i've got some updates on not the DD podcast but a different podcast i'm going to start next week so just pay attention to adam gumby on twitter for that stuff fantastic george
0: uh, for me, still at uh, War George Seven on Twitter. Don't so not using it very much, and be working on an Instagram account for the podcast that I need to get going on.
1: Excellent,
3: Zach. Uh, I'm gonna be at Optimus Prime on Twitter. That's two M's in Optimus and Prime, and two E's in Prime. And Mr. Miller, you can find me
4: uh on Twitch, Robbie Bobby Miller, and you can find me on PS, on PlayStation, at Smooth Four Two Three. That's all I've really been doing lately. Fantastic.
1: I am at It's Waterman on Twitter. And uh, you can find my uh, Let's Play show, Rental Rush, on uh, YouTube. Second episode of our GTA Vice City playthrough should be up by about six o'clock or so on sunday and we're not quite ready to announce what the next game is going to be but uh, we will have another stream um coming up here in the next oh probably three to four weeks um i'll be sure to get plenty of notice on that it'll be two new co-hosts with me and a brand new game for the month of uh, september so yeah that's all i got for this evening gentlemen
0: As always, a pleasure. I hope everyone has a good evening and a great weekend.